Shout out to Skip. <laughs> yeah. So I just lay back, post, drip the cup. When niggas come through, we roll the woods up. We laugh about the good times that we had, fuck that. Talk about it. Shit, I said it. All right, we need answers podcast forty four. I think this is episode forty four now. Still moving, so we back to the first. The first original episode was the real wire with Box, my uncle Box Ronald, and he was talking about the, um, you know coming up around that time. All oh, that, check that one out. That's one. That's a classic episode. One of our most listened to episodes. So part two. I got my Aunt Jackie in here. Um, now we get a female perspective of how times was back in the day and paint that picture for Baltimore for you and show you what it is. And um, and like like I always say, the whole purpose of this podcast is to point out that Baltimore is not all negative. It's all good things about Baltimore, the beautiful, the good, the bad, the ugly. So I just share this from now. Every, every other episode is recent Baltimore. So... Uh, this when I do these and I do a couple of episodes, this is to show you how it was from back in the day. Cause um, from being around back in the day, I used to be with my aunt Jackie every Saturday. We used to be out <laughs> rolling deep every Saturday, hitting the town, rolling the city, and be riding around uh, all around everywhere. When I was young, real young, so they like always had a, a joy of listening to the stories from everybody, from my father, my father, homeboys inside. My mother's side, all that, my aunts, uncles, all that, even all the old heads I know. So you just gonna get another perspective on this episode. So and oh, also, this is the aunt the mother of my cousin from the mother's episode. My cousin Tiffany on that, she did the episode. And this is her mother on here. If you know Tiffany, you know Jackie. So and, and Ashley and Darrell, you know all them. My cousins. So kicking it off. Um, just gonna introduce my aunt Jackie. So tell her you you started out, you was born around what time? Nineteen 64. what? Sixty four. Sixty four. So sixty four, what bought what what Baltimore look like? Well well tell us about, about you, where you come so, from. Where so, are you come so from? So in sixty four we moved from the projects, Murphy Home, George Street, 725 George Street. Okay. You know what I'm saying? We lived in the old rides, you know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. um, basically, you know what I'm saying? At that point in the life, if life was good, man. You, you, you know, I went to Catholic school, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? We was dressing in little white dresses, going to get first Holy Communion, none of that. Never, th- I mean, you know, after four years old, we moved up Park Heights, you know, like the Weezy and Jeffersons. We moved on up, so. <laughs> right, right. We got out the projects, went up Park Heights, moved up there in 1969. And from then, you know, the things I seen in Baltimore was, you know, we had good summer days, man. You know, mm-hmm. children came out to play. Mm-hmm. You know, we paid Skelly and all that kind of, we had flowers in our yards and stuff. Man, when I say summertime was summertime and growing up in our society, we had a lot of people that was uh, on heroin it was a, it was a, it was a big heroin episode, and you know what I'm saying uh, going on, but it was real heroin. Mm-hmm. And uh, and unfortunately, I had a father that was addicted. He stayed in the street hustling, and he was also addicted. Mm-hmm. We was kind of sheltered from him, but I ca- I caught on kind of early. You know, mm-hmm. my father was smoking weed. You know what I'm saying, and you know I used to sit there and like wonder why he rolled that said weed smell real good. But this one <laughs> weed was weed before right. it was laced with all the chemicals. Yeah, and I. Uh, and, and and basically, you know what I'm saying, watch my mother as a black woman bring us up, regardless of what my father did. Because, you know, my, my mother didn't use, my father used, he was out there in the street messing with different women. And my mother, he was Catholic, she raised us Catholic, and she stood by her husband. And that was rare for, for, for a woman For, for a black use. woman to do that, and know, you know what I'm saying? And, mm-hmm. and uh, man, this is where I get my strength. At the end of this, you'll know where I get my strength. Mm-hmm. My courage and everything is from from watching that lady. The day is the death. My mother passed two years ago today. Rest in peace, Grammy. When when her funeral was, man, they they thought it was uh somebody say, dang, somebody famous getting you know having yeah, a funeral. A million people touched a lot of people. That's just what my family does, and I'm not saying to pat myself on the back, but then again, I am because that's what this we are. Mm. You know, we come from a strong generation. My grandfather bought a house in Emerson Village when I was a little girl when it was only whites. Mm. It was only whites, man. Right. 
You know what I'm saying? They put the milk on the porch inside the container from Cloverland. You know what I'm saying? Like Things the like TV that. Shows. You can hear birds outside twerking now. You go outside and open the window up in the morning now so you see a bird twerk. The, the birds on the corner trying to cap. Right. Yeah. But let me tell you something. <laughs> Baltimore, I went to camp at Fort Meade, man. We were free, free lunch. You know, on the basin with swimming and stuff like that. You know, the bus came and picked us up. We had um How many, but you gotta tell how many y'all uh, was. Oh, it was twelve of us. Twelve, 12 kids. Had, Seven girls and five boys. Right. And I'll tell you this. I was just talking to one of our best friends. It's like an aunt to me. She never had kids, but her and my mother have been friends. They like sisters. And she just called to check on me. My mother was the type, but she wore nice, you wore nice. We mm. never went without. Let me tell you this. And this is God's having truth. A lot of people say that's bullshit. Growing up from the projects to park, our gas electric was never cut off. Mm. Phone was never cut off. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm. We ate good and we dressed good. My mother put us to Catholic school in spite of. That's why there's no reason out here in this society today why a black woman can't do her own. I mean, a man, you can't rely on a man to get you through. But let me tell you something. There's some opportunities still here in Baltimore. I get frustrated with Baltimore because I work out in the field. I work for Step by Step in Maryland. So I'm out here doing real rehab, trying to get people some help. Mental health was pushed on the road for a long time. Mm -hmm. My father suffered from mental health. Mm -hmm. Not knowing that he was abusing my mother because he didn't know how to have a healthy relationship. Mm -hmm. But let me say this. Things evolve. Everything come back, even the skinny jeans. I see my mother on the pier at... Uh, <laughs> Up in Atlantic City. Skinny jeans. My, my great grand my granddaughter just seen a picture of my mom and said, Pam look like Cardi B when she was young. She was just bad. She just didn't so you know, but, yeah. but, but growing up here it was it wasn't that dangerous, you know. I remember bus bus fare was fifteen cent, man, to get on the bus. Mm. We caught three buses to get to school. And you know, wasn't never scared to get on the bus, you know, it, it as versus today, you know what I'm saying? Um we we just didn't have to uh, and people stuck together. Right. People help you raise your child, you know what I'm saying? When I had my first child, my mom was at work, her neighbor watched me while, you know what I'm saying? Because I was just turning 18 when I had my first child. Mm -hmm. So she kept an eye on me. That's the type of communities we lived in. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, it, and people always say the city bad. It's not the city. It's not the city. They can't keep blaming on the city. Why do you think everybody want to move back to the city? Mm-hmm. It's what we allow to happen in our neighborhoods. We have to take our neighborhoods back and stop saying it ain't none of my business because it is your business. That's a fact. That's a fact. Everything evolved around you in your state of Maryland is your business. Yeah. One way or the other, it will affect you. Might not be directly, but indirectly. And then, you know, growing up, we had um, my sister and I, his mother, got pregnant. We had a baby a week, six days apart. Mm hmm my brother and I had a baby the same day, two different hospitals, about 11 minutes apart. Yeah. One time. So, you know, my mother had a baby when she was 40, which is my little brother. Everybody in East Baltimore thing taught my son. <laughs> but uh, growing up, I was always around older people trying to get that information. Right. My grandfather was, whoo. That's where my you get mother, wisdom from. My grandfather said, why you never marry? I want to marry a man like this. My grandfather was a real well-respected man in Virginia back when white people didn't call blacks by mister. Okay. And they used to pick peaches and, 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 and stuff in and, and, and the groves and stuff. Uh -huh. They call him Mr. Selden. Okay. If you say my grandfather, father, distinguished mustache, curled yeah. up, you Look know, like I said, a white man. people? He's a white, he is a white <laughs> man, and his wife was, and his mother was Indian and white mixed. Right. So, you know, I ain't had no, no say in, you know, all this uh, pigmentation I got going on up here right now. But I'm going to tell you this. I tell people all the time, my daughter said, you prejudiced. I said, yeah, yeah. <laughs> One thing about I'm not going to hide it. They hide that I'm not going to hide mine. I deal with the people like they deal with me. Right. And, I, you know what I'm saying? Because, first of all, we got to stop slapping the people that came before us in the face. Yeah. Respect. If you're able to, first of all, we're going to talk about the vote. If you're able to vote, vote. Okay. Because these people took, did a lot. We need to know about our history, man. Mm -hmm. I got a picture on my phone of Emerson Avenue in Allendale back in the 60s. Somebody just sent it. It's this guy. He got a webpage of all the Baltimore. Even now when they had Rite Aids down on down Lexington Street, mm -hmm. down on um, Howard and Lexington. You can look on the wall to see the old pictures of how the train tracks came, the, the cable cars. Yeah. My mother used to take me downtown shop with her. I knew how to go in a store and shop. You know what I'm saying? And... and and I can't imagine what my mother and I was going through before I was born. Mm -hmm. The racism, blacks drink out of this water and whites eat out of this water. That's mind blowing. Imagine a day having to go through that. Mm -hmm. 
Was you was you alive with the um when the the uh the riots broke out with Martin Luther King? I was alive, but I was a baby. Okay. I was All a baby right. when the riots broke out with Martin Luther King. I was a baby when um Kennedy got killed. Okay. But these these newscasts was in my mind, man. Uh -huh. I remember seeing it on the news. I remember this stuff. Yeah. I remember that the, the troops had to come in. Okay. Yeah. That's I remember that's the troops had to come about. in and shut He's, it down. We was on curfew. He said that's when a lot of people, like the time revolved because he said a lot of right. people stealing and they, that's how Living a lot of people came all, up. You know what I'm saying? I mean, the weather, even to the day, the ozone has changed. Mm -hmm. We got advanced and life was supposed to change. Um, Evolution is an evolution. Mm -hmm. It's supposed to change, but not always in a negative way. We have lost hope in our society. Yeah. As a nationality, we have lost hope. I see the black men out here. Now let me start with that first. And it's, it's mind-blowing, like, no hope. Mm -hmm. They have lost all the hope. I got one cousin that's still using. 67 years old, man. When I tell y'all go out here, you never seen addicts on the street when I was growing up in the 60s, 70s, hanging out in the street like they do now. They ain't do that. Mm -hmm. You ain't never see all that kind of stuff like that shooting up. They, you know what I'm saying? It wasn't like that. It was on a low. Private, yeah. It was on a low. Mm -hmm. So I didn't know my father shot drugs because he put toothpaste on his arms. Mm -hmm. So you never can tell to this day that he was an addict for years. Mm -hmm. You know, and then people say, you Roosevelt doing it. My father was well known in the streets. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I could, you know, and my mother was never, she didn't even smoke a cigarette. She didn't do nothing. So, you know, I learned how to be a strong black woman to survive out in these streets no matter how it changed. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I said, uh, one thing for certain, one thing for sure, that's not uh, the, the saying people say, that's for white people. No, ain't nothing for nobody. It's for whoever go and get it. Yeah, true, true. That's a fact. If you if you want anything in the society and you willing to go through the necessary change to get it, you can get it. Get but I tell you, they trying to get us shut down more and more. It's like uh, they allow us to get a certain amount, but they want us to keep us isolated into this circle. Yeah, that's why you know in the field I work, they keep people on methadone. Mm -hmm. They don't keep, they don't mind opening your dose on that. Yeah, they, they don't want, mind opening your dose. First of all, they make thing. more money for opening your dose. Yeah. Next of all, they don't want us to have nothing. Right. They want us to stay stagnated. Mm -hmm. You know, a lot of black people don't even know the, the traffic light was created from a black person. Mm -hmm. The most uh, essential things that we use black in this world do. today was created from a black individual. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's a shame sometimes I say, it's a shame that I want to call myself African American today, man. The shame to say what we've been through those days growing up when I was growing up, man. When we can say, yeah, we, we love, we actually loved each other. And when Martin Luther King and them fought for us to get rights and all the kind of some people going on the arm across that bridge, man. God, get Malcolm the unity X, back. You know what I'm saying? All this kind of stuff, history. You, they took history out of our schools. Mm. U.S. history. Took black history out of our schools. They're wrong, black history. See, they don't want us to know, you know, what we, uh, about, about our we black history. We gotta find that out on our own. Yeah, you got to do the research, but that's up to our parents. I mean, the people as the parents. And let me get this. Don't get it twisted. Some parents was never taught to teach their child yeah. because they they wasn't taught. It's like a domino effect. That we got to break these cycles. Right. We right. got to stop saying, you know, that, oh, that's what my grandma and my mother did. No, that's yeah. not what I had to do because my mother was in a relationship for years. Don't mean that I'm going to do that. Right. And I vowed never to do that. I was one of the parents that would never use drugs. I end up using. Mm. Yeah, I was a dealer at one time. Yeah, we sold bricks. You know what I'm saying? I end up being my own work, my own customer. I end up using. And it took me from head to head. I was one of them one day. One of them walk around there, yeah, a dime plus. You know what I'm saying? I can't say, and I never looked at myself like that. I never used my 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 parents as a way to get what I want in society. I said I never would muscle a nigga to hustle, never would do this, never a lot of my nevers, nine out of ten came true. In the streets, man, it's so hard out here for anybody, man, mostly for us, the black man, man. But then I see the black women falling down in the traps with them, man. We didn't have that. We helped each other out back then. I don't know why our society is like this because the hope, all I can say is the hope is gone. Now, you know, you went to prison. You did time in jail. You did your time. You know what I'm saying? You did a crime. You, you was with somebody. You take the charge. Mm -hmm. Look at this, what's going on now. Mm -hmm. 
We go here, they don't want to take the charge, they want to do all the crimes and always stand on the corner, stand on the corner, have your pants hanging down off your ass. What is that representing? <laughs> right. Who gonna learn something from that? <laughs> they said yeah. knowledge was power when I was a child and I never knew what it meant, man. Yeah. To have knowledge, knowledge is power to get you where you want to get to the next day. If you stay stagnant all your life and you're around your child, you think your child won't go any further? Nine times out of ten, no. Mm. You know, you're a product of your environment, as they say. No, 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 no. And, you know, statistics show you can get up out of it. For sure. You got to want to, though. You got to want to do things a different way than what you was shown. Right. It's got to be. When you see y'all ain't had no food on the table, and you say, damn, as a child, I ain't going to do this when I get home. I ain't going to be like my mother. I ain't going to do like my mother do or treat a woman like that. Man, come on. Man. Most of black men out here don't have respect for black women. So, so wait, before we go any further, I want you, you brought up school. What schools did you go to? Oh, I went to Catholic school. I went to, uh, from kindergarten, pre-K, uh -huh. all the way up to eighth grade. And then, you know what I'm saying, I started smiling myself. My mom said, you want to go to Catholic school to the ninth to the swap, or you want to go public? Went to public. Two months, I was put out, all city schools. Mm. <laughs> right. Put out. But, but, wait a minute. So, paint the picture of Catholic school. They used to be school? the beach. No, they, they go beach I'm telling you, man, if they don't bring that paddle back. <laughs> <laughs> I see little girl disrespecting the Catholic skirt on the bus. I said, man, what they doing again? You come up in that school, if you want to, you go in that office, the paddle was this thick, this long, <laughs> and had a handle. And they really would beat you. With the skirt. Mm -hmm. They know, and some of them would lift it up and hit you with it. Mm -hmm. They did not play in the discipline, and nine times out of ten, you learned your lesson. Right. Growing up in that environment, when my mother couldn't pay tuition, they had a tuition assistance. Okay. But they gave her money to keep us in that school. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? My mother didn't have a lot of money, but I was for cool. Them priests and, the, you know what I'm saying, the Catholic churches gave my mother, you know what I'm saying, yeah. things like that. She believed in her faith. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? Believed in her faith. And she, my mother died as a Catholic. Yeah. I stopped going as, you know, as a adult, but my mother died as a Catholic. She loved the priest. Loved, they loved her. You know what I'm saying? They say about the priest, right, making the little boys and all that. I don't think they touched on my little brothers or my big brother. So, no, I, you know, no. <laughs> so that's a whole nother time. No. But growing up in that, then I decided to go to public school and I went right. to graduate from Emerson High School, business education. Okay. I didn't have, my mother didn't have a lot of education. Mm -hmm. My mother, about eighth grade education, so was my father around that time. They didn't go to school all the way through because she started having kids. They from so San So I didn't have Santa. that motivation. Yeah, it's from Santa. Mm -hmm. I didn't have that motivation to go to college. Had mm -hmm. I had it, I wish I, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So when my daughter wanted to get to college, you know what I'm saying? My first woman wanted to go to college. It was on. Right. I was like, to God be the glory. I'm glad mm -hmm. I was around to able to be a part of that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And then we went down to Norfolk State University. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and you know, in advance, you had to pay for room and board. But these schools at that time, I, I ain't known about college. They overbooked the room so students was getting turned away. Come back in a month, we don't have enough rooms. I was over one. She was over. I was over housing and she was over and some other department. I said, you stand in line, I said, they said, somebody on the news over there, she said, it's probably my mother. But <laughs> so they told me they didn't have a room for my daughter. <laughs> and I said, there ain't no use going on for that. I'm not taking her back to Longmore. She gonna start on time. If you gotta put up in a hotel, you know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah. People got this, you know what I'm saying? They, they don't, that's how they do us. They think they can tell us anything, you know right, what I'm saying? And right. I said, no, 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 no. Yeah. She did everything you said to do. On time, you're going to take my daughter, and she came out of school, and she graduated. I said, to God be the glory. My kids came out of college, man. Mm -hmm. Nobody that I know of, like my aunts and none of them, man, none of them went to school like that. None mm -hmm. of them, they didn't go to school back when, when they was having kids, man. They didn't finish school. Actually, my mother was a teacher okay. when I was a little girl. I ain't even My, know Yeah, she, she told us to school down off George Street. She was a, I think she was a teacher's aide, but I don't know how, what, how far that went. But I can remember her teaching in school, and I didn't know until I, I was a little older that she taught in the school. But uh, coming um, around, you know what I'm saying, and, and having a child, getting pregnant at 17, man, and, and living back in, in 1982 when I had my first daughter, man, you know, I wasn't real grown, but I was real aggressive and dominant. Mm -hmm. So it wasn't like I could be with any type of man. He has to be more dominant. And I'm going to let a man do his job and, and, and play his part. But if you don't, the, the you don't respect I'm a, it. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to run over top of you. It's just in me. My father always said my mouth would get me in a lot of trouble. And you know what I'm saying? I used to fight growing up. I had to fight. Mm -hmm. I was light skinned mm -hmm. and I had to fight. Right. 
I never started fights, but you're not into a lot of them. But everybody that know you know you throw hands. Yeah, you, you say Lexington Terrace. I used to go down Lexington Terrace. You know what I'm saying? I had my blade strapped to my leg. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and I had a little derringer. And my little sister used to get scared. She said, "Please don't do it." I said, "Oh, this it's got to be done." Right. That's how you had to do, it, and it was over with. Today you have a fight out here today. And you better believe your whole house gonna get blown yeah. up and all that. It's just Ain't unnecessary, no. man. To have a disagreement today, actually, in that aspect, I can walk away from people. And I said, to God be the glory. It was never, you know that for a fact. Mm -hmm. It was never the easy. Yeah, 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 for sure. I had to laugh and I try to teach my youngest, my, my middle daughter, Ashley, to, it's easy uh, at the end of the day in her Darrell. Walk away because mm -hmm. you couldn't say shoulda, coulda, woulda. Because yeah. I end up in a jail cell many times mm -hmm. saying I shoulda took my my hands on the people. But you know what I'm saying? And, and it created me a long record. Then when I wanted to get my life together, mm -hmm. I had How a long you, record. Yeah, yeah. But that didn't stop me. Nope. I didn't, and I tell the people all day, it didn't stop me. I got in the medical field with this. Yeah. Then I went to school. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? My mom always said, Jackie, she said, I'm so proud. Of, you know what I'm saying? I'm so proud of where we come from. And history, I love history. If nobody else do nothing, look at our history, man. Mm -hmm. Look at pictures of Baltimore, how it used to be. Mm -hmm. We can clean up our city, man. Yeah. You Get know it what I'm saying? back to how it used to be. Don't nobody want no nigga outside on the corner trying to. You throwing, you ain't even throwing bricks in the penitentiary. That's not even that's called no more. Yeah. You out there trying to pay for your bag you smoking. Right. So what it is that they want us to stay there. They don't want our strong little young black men to get off them corners. They want us to stay there and stay stagnated and die. Mm -hmm. The average black man is dying before they turn 20 years old today. Mm -hmm. That's big sad. Time. Yeah, big time. Who would have thought back in the 80s and all that kind of stuff, you know, when disco was out and all that kind of stuff today, that we'd be looking at uh, a man in, in office just acting up their president representing yeah. the United States like this. <laughs> no vi. <laughs> no vi. Who would have ever thought that we had a black president? My grandfather didn't live to see this. Mm -hmm. He was born in 1908. And I think about all the stuff they seen growing up in the first of the thing we the opportunity that we have out here today versus when I was out there. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? But when I had became uh, my first child, I actually got too grown with my father and I bumped his and I had to leave his house. Mm -hmm. Cause you know what I'm saying. I guess he's saying one boss up in here. I had to leave. I moved my grandmother in the Emerson Village. Right. That's where my journey began okay. in the streets. Mount Holly. Mount Holly Street. Uh -huh. You know what I'm saying. I met somebody. Introduced me to sniffing heroin. I started sniffing the heroin. I started liking the heroin. You know what I'm saying. But of course, you know the heroin didn't like me. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying. At the time, I thought I could still hustle. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know what I'm saying? I didn't want a nigga to hustle. I just wanted to hustle myself. You know what I'm saying? And did it. You know, I thought I was doing it eloquently. But, you know, <laughs> uh, one thing about that, that'll come out real fast. Okay. You can't hide something like that. You can't hide. If you use it, you can't hide it. Okay. It's going to come out. Okay. Ain't no such thing as a functional addict. Right. Yeah. You're taking from something to, to supply that habit. So what I did was uh, I think it disappointed my mother so bad. And I think it took my father deeper down in a hole mm. because he said he was a, it was a, a product, I'm not being a product of what he yeah. represented. You yeah. know what I'm saying? He feel like he started he, it. Yeah, he started out. You know, I just run in my father in the street sometimes. Oh, okay. Hey, daddy, take a couple of dollars. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And yeah. to see my father, like the one that I looked up to. Mm. See, I was always, I was underneath my father. Man, my father was tight. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And uh, uh, I never would thought that, uh, my mother would die before my father did, considering the lifestyle he lived. Right, he was more reckless. Yeah, right, that was right, that reckless. was my my ask my next question. Who was who did you look up to back in the day? I looked up to my mother, but my father. I got the strength from both of them. Mm -hmm. I try to balance out what I could get from each one of them, mm -hmm. and it just you know it, 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 both of them together made me who I am. Okay, but I got most of my strength and guidance in uh. I got my loyalty from my mother. Okay. And her father. Okay. Norman Selden. Uh-huh. It's who taught me and my mother about loyalty. My grandfather said, if you're looking down on a nigga on the ground, you better be helping to pick him up off Right, there. right. You don't look down on the man. You re in this world, if nothing else, you reap what you sow. Mm -hmm. So whichever you do to somebody else, it's going to come back to you. Yeah. So in the streets, when I was out there, I'm trying to tell you, people know I hung by myself in the streets and I did my things by myself. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I lived in prison. I did time done with. Mm -hmm. That's what I did. That ain't who I am. Right, right. You in know what I'm past. saying? 
That's what it is. It's in the past. Everybody got one. Mm -hmm. Everybody's different. Right. No two are alike. But it's what I did. But from my experiences, I had learned a lot. Mm -hmm. Most importantly, I learned how to survive in the society we live in. However it may change, I learned to adapt and, you know what I'm saying, ride with it. Mm -hmm. I don't have to be what they are just because that's what they're doing, you know. No, I've never been that follower. Yeah. i just been curious and want to try out different things. But let me down the road to... A lot of stuff that I've never thrown up, man, in the streets, man. I can remember staying up seven days in a row getting high. You know what mm. I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Things like that. Never thought that my mother was home worrying her ass off about me, man. Right. You know what I'm saying? The last time she came to me in the streets, when I was in the streets, I said, baby, I'm coming. I'm done. Let me get this out of my system. I'm not going to die out in the street, and I promise her that. And I would say, thank God you brought me through to uh, let her see that. Yeah. So... My sisters and them would always, none of them really went through the struggles I went through. And my brother did. My brother Chuck did. But my brother Memman didn't. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? Memman didn't. Todd did. They didn't go through the struggles I went through in the streets. None mm -hmm. of them was in the streets. It was me. I was like the black, what they call the black sheep of the family. Oh, yeah. But no matter what I did, I always made sure my mother, you know what I'm saying, knew I loved her. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I tried to make sure my kids, I didn't expose kids to this. It's one thing I did. Right. See, I was one of them uh, bougie addicts where, you know, you got kids and y'all ain't coming there and get high. I ain't yeah, going to yeah, do it. Yeah, I'll yeah. get outside first. Right. I ain't just ain't going to do that. Right. Because I didn't do it to my kids. Yeah, yeah. That's one thing. I always kept that, man. I never would do that. I ain't doing it under no circumstances. Mm -hmm. Ain't gonna do that because I feel like my father wouldn't have had that shit in the house. Maybe I wouldn't have been so curious right, about it. Right, right, right. True, true. So I'm not gonna do that true. to another child. I can't say, Mr. Reeds, I, I use because my father. I, no, mm -hmm. I can't say. I'm not gonna blame that on him. Right. It was a choice. Yeah. We have choices. I made mine. Right, right. When my mm -hmm. mother said, you know what I'm saying, don't do that, I chose no. Curiosity, no, I'm gonna do it. it that's why the day when you tell your child don't do something, you explain to them why. Not that you, oh, I don't hold on that explanation. You do. You because, do. see, one thing about it, they have their own thoughts and their own opinions. Yeah. And their own curiosity. You say, I don't want you to do that because mm -hmm. this would like what happened. And that goes along, go along with breaking them cycles that you were just talking yeah, about. Because you know people don't think back and they ain't think that they had to, no, but that's man. a necessity now. Yeah, man, you know, they had cheese Who else you want them to get that answer from? Huh? Who else would you want them to get the answer from but your your as parent, a, as man, a parent? As a parent, man, yeah. we got to set example. Not only, now let me say this while, while you know, some people. As a black woman, we cannot afford to show our black daughters or our black sons how let a man mistreat you. Mm -hmm. Or just bring anybody to your house and say you got somebody laying next to you. No, sir. Mm -hmm. You know how many pedophiles, how many children have been molested because of things like that? Yeah. That's another thing. Growing up, you didn't hear about all that molestation growing up. And a lot of people lost their minds behind it. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I had a cousin left here when she was 17 years old because she was on drugs. And she had me around her like I was her daughter. I remember four years old, she took comb my hair and take me up on uh up the street in front of the corner store, and I think that's where she was copping from. Mm -hmm. The green human truck used to open the doors on the side. Mm -hmm. You open and get your ice cream out. Mm -hmm. And the bubblegum machine used to be outside. I remember all that type of stuff. Mm -hmm. Put a bubblegum machine outside now if you want to. It's gone. It's gone. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Everybody yeah. want the easy way out, and everybody want to pay victim. We're not victims. Right. You know what I'm saying? We are what we want to be. Mm -hmm. We got to stop playing. The Back then, me, we, man, people worked hard, man. Well, we got food stamps and food stamps, and you know, I got a picture of a food stamp too. The 50 cent food stamp that I used to take out my mama drawer. You know what I'm saying? Behavior start young. It was, it Behavior was. Behavior start young. It was the uh, movie theater of the village when you was up there, son? Yeah, it was. It, no, let me tell you about the movie, Uptown movie, of Park Heights. Okay, first. okay. You know what I'm saying? Park Heights. <laughs> Get a Super Sunday ticket for 50 cent ride all day. You would go downtown by the Super Sunday and go to the arcade uh -huh. where you smoke your first cigarette after you was cool. <laughs> or you go up the movie and get a hot dog for a quarter or 15 cent. You go mm. in the movie for 50 cent. Up the Uptown movie. Okay. And Cinderella shoes was right up the street from it. You know okay, what I'm saying? Okay, okay. Yeah, Uptown movie. Or you go down, you know what I'm saying? A hippodrome movie and stuff like that. Man, on Sunday, we get a Super Sunday and ride all day long. <laughs> Just be out. You never had to worry about, you know, Amber Alerts and all that. They didn't have none of that stuff out there. They're not to say children, but always been yeah. taken. But how that changed, you got human trafficking out here. Right. People take this, these little young girls out here walking around like they, you know, want to be a woman. Mm -hmm. These niggas will take you and stuff your body with chemicals and send you over, ship you overseas. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, I seen I went there's a lot of this stuff in the streets, man. Mm -hmm. 
Things that I've never would thought as a woman that I would know and see, man, how things have changed for women. I say, man, we, we got to stay in how to stay in our lane. But, you know, and let a man be a man and stop taking that position away from them because that knocks a man down. So we complain about how men don't want to stand up and be men. But, like, a woman aggressive like me, mm. it's hard. Because mm. I put them down in a minute. Right. But I would also build them up. Okay. But I ain't going to settle for nothing less. Right. You're going to be the man you're supposed to be or you're not going to be nothing to me. Right. right. You know what I'm saying? And that was what my father showed me. I was a strong man. No matter what he did, my father always kept a good job. And he was, you know what I'm saying? He was yeah, in jail. morals. Yeah, he was in jail. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Right. He did his shit in the streets. Yeah. He told me one time that he, he was going by another name for a couple years. Oh, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he said he had a whole other idea and all that. It was a whole other name. My he was mother died for from the symptoms of asbestos since she brought that up. So uh -huh. I said, it kept gnawing on me, gnawing on me. I said, look, these are symptoms, you know, while working in the medical. I said, this seems like asbestos. Mm -hmm. So I finally called the lawyer. And when I looked up her deficit, I said, this, my father has it. Mm -hmm. So I called and I said, lung nets and all I said, my father worked in Bethlehem, still in Maryland Drive. He was a shipfitter. Mm -hmm. Always made good money. That's one thing about it. Always made good money. And sometimes he just didn't bring it home. Mm -hmm. I remember a little girl knocking on doors on Pennsylvania Avenue. My mom would drive down there and knock on that door. And I was a little girl. Looking for him. Looking for him to get that money. <laughs> and I would say, my father in there, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I can't get those vision out of my head. My mom had a white cougar. With a light blue top, I would never get that vision out of my head the first time she did it. Down Pennsylvania Avenue by Lawn Street, man. But look, um, uh, it's what was we talking about? That, uh, you, you were talking about Bethlehem Steel. Bethlehem Steel. When my mother found out, did she, I mean, she didn't want to get tested. Mm -hmm. I said, I think you used to get tested because Daddy came up positive for it. And then you wash your clothes together, you can contract it like that. She got it. They took the case and everything, but... This uh, was asbestos? Yeah, asbestos. Oh, okay. Yeah, she died. That's basically what killed her. Oh, I ain't know that. I ain't know That's that. what I'm putting together because, you know, but cancer runs in our family. Mm -hmm. We have a lot of cancer. Breast cancer. Our daddy had... Uh, my grandfather had prostate cancer at one time. They kept that on the low. I never knew it. I lived in that man's house. Mm -hmm. I ain't know that either. Yeah, he had, he had uh, prostate cancer before. You know, my grandfather died when he was 97 years old. That was a blessing, though. But you know, imagine what he have seen yeah, from 1908. Everything. Imagine what he was seeing since I. My grandfather ain't never had a car. He he worked for Mayflower Moving Company. He uh -huh. rode the bus, the Lexington Market. My grandfather ain't never worked. My grandmother ain't worked a day in her life. Mm -hmm. He married her when she was 14. My grandmother's parents were wealthy. Mm -hmm. They had maids and everything. But they told my grandfather he wasn't worthy of her. And he married. If she married him, they cut off and they did that. Mm -hmm. My grandfather, my grandmother's father owned his businesses downtown. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they had actual maids in their house and everything. Okay. So he married this him. Her mother died. He married another woman and adopted her daughter and left everything to her when he died. Mm. But my grandmother ain't never won for nothing. Right. My, my, my grandfather was a genius. He, she ain't he won for nothing. But he went to the supermarket. How many men you know here do that? How many nah. think how many you think gonna do that? Ain't no not not, not too many. He went to the supermarket, everything all she had to do was go to hairdresser, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's all she had to do. Yeah. They lived the life, you know what I'm saying? Growing up, my mother told me she was afraid. She lived on Fulton Avenue and they used to leave her. My grandma used to go out to the bar and stuff. Leave her in the house, she eight years old, and she lived with the train tracks on, on Fulton Avenue underneath. Mm -hmm. She said, but she would hear the house shaking from the track, so she was afraid. Uh -huh. I always wondered why my mother was afraid to be home by herself. Oh, okay. That's the reason why. Okay. See, that time I spent with her the last yeah, couple weeks, yeah. two weeks she was alive, I learned all that stuff oh, about Oh, wow. Her. I didn't know that. That's tight. I said, why are you so scared of everything, man? And she said she that. She told me, yeah, she said, Jack, I used to hide under the porch until somebody came home. Mm. My mother would let the oldest ones watch me, but they used to leave me in there. Mm -hmm. I always wanted to see, you know, knowledge. I had to ask a question right. to get wisdom. an answer. They gave you that wisdom. So who, who was you? Who was your friends growing up? Oh, I had a, one. Of my, it was three of us, the three amigos: me, Sherelle, Tana, and Jackie Penn. Okay. Yeah, it was three of us growing up. You know, what I'm saying eventually, you know, what I'm saying I broke off from them because I feel like, you know, females just hate you. I couldn't trust them. They crossed me. That was it. Mm -hmm. We're still friends to this day. Right. Okay. But a lot of friends that we grew up around are dead. Right. As a result of using, mm -hmm. of using drugs. Mm -hmm. And all of us had, had experiences with that. Mm -hmm. 
you know what I'm saying? And, uh, man, I just tell you that uh, a lot of people have left as a result of these drugs, and they just pouring them in our society even more now. Right. Just what we got out here in drugs, man. Mm -hmm. It's chemicals. Yeah. You can't tell nobody they smoking oh, loud weed and all that. You know this shit is laced with a chemical anytime it stay on your clothes for a week. Mm -hmm. That's not marijuana, man. Yeah. After they treat it, that's a that's a rat. Right. And it's take what it is is the chemicals are getting so addictive mm -hmm. that they out here looking for like heroin. Right. And it amazes me now because, you know, you can smoke a joint bag when I was smoking weed in the 80s, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. You can smoke a joint, man. You had a nickel bag of weed, man. That bag of weed, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And a coin envelope. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Get some white wood papers and top wood paper, man. And you had that man, for a couple of days. Yeah, it's different now. That's one thing. It's just different now, man. You know, it's different now. You can smoke weed and get seasoned and pop on your shirt. That's how my mother found out I was smoking weed. I take her vials somewhere. I shop vials. I was like, I'm going to keep you know And she said, you just put that whole... No, I'm not lying. And then I said, I ain't do it. Let me tell you about how behaviors uh, in, in the household will start um, your journey in life. Mm. And knowing that... Uh, I know a lot of girls and mothers that had different men in their house all the time around them, and that's how they live. Mm -hmm. It's, um, you know, we have to teach our generations differently, that we deserve more in this society, and that we can do more in this society. And that's why I think, you know, they say, oh, support black-owned businesses. Mm -hmm. You know, you can't support some people that, you know what I'm saying, first of all, everybody ain't supposed to be in business. True, true. You got to support good business. They can be black. But they got to be good business. Good business. Good business. You know Respectable and you, business. And you got to run your business. Like the company I work for is black owned and mm -hmm. operated. Mm -hmm. And I feel like the people that work in there, you know what I'm saying, too laid back because it's black owned and operated. You don't give 100% like you would for that yeah, white person. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's true. That's true. You're going to be a different it. way with a white person. Yeah. It's, it's going to be straight across the board. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? And mm -hmm. I say, you know, we got to stop doing this to each other. Yeah. I we, agree. we do this to each other. You know what I'm saying? They ain't bringing up the value with black businesses being like Man, that. Man, come on now. The girl told me, I'm, I told you, you don't need this car, babe. <laughs> I ain't got to eat here. So, wow. so look, my next question, you shared a little bit about it, and you can share as much as you want about your your um your journey with, with um, using and all that. So be as a witness, as your nephew, I witnessed when you was going through it, but I always said to anybody, when you was done, you was done. And I always saluted that. Because when, when you did, when when like I said, when I was hanging with you back then, when you you wouldn't you would never know none of that stuff unless you told somebody. Uh -huh. If you if they looked at you. So my thing is, my question for you is how did you get to a point where you was done and you and what did you do to just like wash your hands with all that? Well, you know, as uh I told you for evidence was evidence was there. My mm -hmm. father did it, he stopped. Mm -hmm. I had a brother, you know, uh, tell you something with story that I've always known I was better than that. Mm -hmm. And I always said, that's what I did. That's ain't who I am. Mm -hmm. And I always believed in Lord Jesus Christ. So that's what got me doing. When it got me to the point where I said I was done, when I was broken, where I could, you know what I'm saying? When it broke me so bad, mm -hmm. spiritually it broke me. Okay. When you spiritually bankrupt. I tell you the first time in '98 when I stopped when I saw my daughter Tiffany come see me in prison, mm -hmm. and she couldn't talk because she was so emotionally just to see her mother behind a plexiglass and I said what's wrong she couldn't talk and I said I'm done. Okay. I'm done because see regardless of what I did I love my kids and I love my family. You know how I was been by my family. You mm -hmm. were sheltered, mm -hmm. and that's the reason why I took you in mm -hmm. a city like that. Mm -hmm. Because I knew once you got of age and went in the city to tore the fur off your ass, <laughs> if I didn't expose you to some of what's going on. Oh, yeah, you know what I'm saying. Your father always thanked me for that. Mm -hmm. He always thanked me for that. Your mother took me away from me, wouldn't let me do it. But I always was like that about all my nephews, and mm -hmm. I always try to tell them what's really going on out in the street. Mm -hmm. Because you can't halfway do it. You can't expose you to some of the world and not all of it. Right. You got to tell you what's really going on. You know what I'm saying? I can't tell you. Uh, I guess, hey, don't tell me it's peeing, you, you know, it's raining and you're pissing on me. <laughs> yeah. 
I think I look at you and I say, damn, I said, thank you. You know what I'm saying? I did what I did because it gave you an open eye. You got to see the city and you yeah. got, you wanted more and more. You wanted to get, you was upset when your mother told you, you can't go in the city no more. She, but I knew who she was. I yeah. knew how, you know, it would calm my nerves if she if, if I didn't take you because she yeah. was afraid of that. But she knew, uh, I don't doubt for any moment she knew that I would take care of you and have you safe. Of course. Of you course. know, but for me to get to the point I got in my life where so I was sick and tired of being who I was at that time. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Let me tell you something about drug addiction. Drug addiction is more than a drug. The drug is a symptom of it. Mm -hmm. What I was sedating with that drug is a real issue. Okay. So the things that happened to me, I was touched as a child by mm -hmm. somebody I trusted, mm -hmm. inappropriate. Mm -hmm. Things like that, and I stuffed it down. I thought it was a dream for 40 years. Mm -hmm. And then when I knew it was real, when it came to the circle, when that person had to apologize because they got ordained. Okay. And I knew it was real. And then what that did was I stuffed and stuffed and stuffed for years. Mm -hmm. To see my mother go through that and know how I love my father and my mother. To see that environment like that, you know what I'm saying, the fighting and all that kind of stuff. All that stuff, you know, you had nobody to talk to about it. Mm -hmm. I stuffed. Mm -hmm. So when shit came to the surface... You get the fuck and say, fuck it. Yeah. I want something to make me feel better than okay. I'm feeling right okay. now. Yeah, yeah. So every the time. Master's pain. Master pain, you self medicate. Mm -hmm. So once you self medicate, and, it, and that's, once you, when it's way off, mm -hmm. you do it again. That's how you become addicted. Okay. Every time it gets to the surface. You want it to go away again, so you exactly. use it again. So you, yeah. and then you find yourself, you know what I'm saying? They did it for recreation at one time. You know, yeah. Stephen Coke was back in the day. I used to go mm -hmm. to Old House, you know what I'm saying? We had a little fair coast and mm -hmm. all that on Thursdays and all that kind of stuff. And you know, you sniffing Coke was a thing, you know what I'm that saying? That was like how his weed is now. Right, mm -hmm. right. Uh, you know what I'm saying? But it was like it was then. You know, they talking about the fish scales and all that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> was the thing. Yeah, the fish scales. But yeah. now, right now, you know what I'm saying? They can fish in the scale any way they want right. to. I don't want no parts of it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right, right. <laughs> You can okay. give me a boatload of shit to make money. I wouldn't sell it to my society. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? We kill our own society with them chemicals. I didn't know all this. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? My father was exposed to it as a young boy. Mm-hmm. I had to think outside the box and look like all he knows is what he knows. Right. He has to be taught something different. I had to teach myself that I was better than I was. Okay. And then I, then I started to believe in myself again. Mm -hmm. And I said, damn, you know, when I'm done, I'm done. I know when I put my mind on something, I'm done, I'm done. Mm -hmm. But when, it, when you don't deal with things, the core things, I always say cut it off at the root. Yeah. Kill it. Yeah, you got to deal with you it You got to kill it at the root. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Not just a piece of it. No, because it'll grow again. Yeah. It'll keep growing and growing and growing. And that's what happens to me after 17 years being clean. Okay. okay. It grew again. And uh, everybody asked me why. I said, and I really realized and why. I, I lost that. my little sister, my baby sister. Yeah, Tyra. 2006, August 28th. They mm -hmm. found her body on the 30th, but I know she died on the August 28th because I felt it. Mm -hmm. Everybody always thought that was my daughter. My little sister, I can still hear calling my name, man. They found my little sister's body, and I screamed, and I never felt nothing like it in my life. I never want to feel like it again. Mm -hmm. I have heard people explain and express how they... This was the time when Lieutenant Ham stepped doing and all them got killed. With all them girls being raped and all them, you know, mm -hmm. out there prostituting and using drugs. I don't care if you was homeless out there doing whatever you're doing. You don't deserve to die and be buried under power mulch and left yeah. and pushed under the rug like it's nothing. Yeah. Undetermined murders in Maryland. It's a life. In Baltimore. Body. You know what I'm saying? And they use her face as a, as, as, um, as the front screen for all that when they say undetermined deaths because of election coming up. Mm -hmm. uh, election. Stop voting on Democrats. Yeah, vote for Just right. vote for people in their causes, not for the color of their skin mm -hmm. or the party they in, man. For real. I mean, we got to stop doing that, man, because it ain't got us nowhere. Right. It ain't got us nowhere, man, but we're coming up in an environment where all you knew was pain, man. Mm -hmm. you, I didn't have no guys. I didn't have a mother that could hug me and say, I love you. Mm -hmm. I didn't have that type of mother. We talked about that on here before. I didn't have that kind of mother, you know what I'm saying? I didn't know my mother, you know what I'm saying, the yelling Bob is my daughter, so I try not to yell around her mm -hmm. because of what affected my, my, my mother's household. Yeah. My mother would holler and throw something at you in a minute when she was on her phone. She's talking that phone. So I tell you, her phone was never cut off. You know what I'm saying? But the, the, the effects of that kind of stuff, how it traumatized, mm -hmm. you know, we, we never think that it would. You know what I'm saying? My grandkids, like, why are you howling? You know, so. Let me, let me ask you, I'm going to cut you, let me ask you a question, because I'm glad you said that. So do you, because we talked about this on the show before. Do you feel like because that affection wasn't shown from your parents like that, it was it hard to show? And, and just, you can speak for yourself too, if you feel. 
That it was hard for y'all to show affection to y'all kids because of that. Yeah, it affected us. Yeah, because we because we, we feel that way too. Yeah, and I just um, I think I was I always thought I was different. Mm-hmm. I always thought I was different. I thought I was more outgoing and more real with reality than, than my siblings yeah, was. Yeah, I, I just always did. You know, man, Chucky was real tight growing mm-hmm. up. I used to follow him around even karate school and all that. But I always when it came to my sisters and all, you know, what I'm saying different. Uh, I just thought I was different. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I just knew, did I accept the reality? I think they was, like, not in reality. Mm. Like, they didn't really accept, they want the world, they, they imagined the world was something, but it wasn't. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, even to this day, you know what I'm saying, I, I would say your mother, you know what I'm saying? Uh, we know. know. I already know. I love, let me tell you something yeah. about my sister, though. Yeah. My sister wasn't no, she wasn't from the, in the streets or none of that. Uh-huh. But when I was in them streets, uh-huh. guess who came looking for me in the streets? Uh-huh. My okay. sister. Okay. That's the one that came in the streets okay. looking for me. That's why you, you, you put up with her a lot. That's my sister. I love yeah. my sister. No yeah. matter who she is, I accept it. Yeah. Serenity Prayer tells you that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Accept the thing. God give me so many accept the things I cannot change. Okay. Which is other people. Yeah. So we got to stop trying to change people to what we want them to be. I like that. And you know what? And let them be who they was and accept them. Either accept them and be with them and be and deal with them as they are mm-hmm. or move on. Right. Because you're going to make your life more more complicated. Acceptance is the, is the key to everything. Yeah, true. It's the key to everything, man. That's a fact. God grant me serenity to accept the things I cannot change, yeah. the courage to change the things that I can. Yeah. Like, do something about the situation yeah. if you can. Yeah. And the wisdom to know the difference when you got to back up and jack up and right. say, I can't do right. nothing with this. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. That's real. Let me accept it. That's real. My life is a lot smoother than, you know what I'm saying, battling back with my daughter asking me, can we go toe to go? She comes in my I'm sorry we keep bumping in. But at the end of the day, I will never give up on her. Right. Nobody gave up on me. Right. I love my kids. You know what I'm saying? Right. The journey I went on, I'm, I'm glad to be alive and in today, and I supposed to be here. I ain't say I supposed to be dead because I ain't dead. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. I don't claim something God ain't yeah, had yeah, yeah, That's real. Bad for me, because you know what I'm saying? I'm glad you said that. I should have been dead. No, yeah, you should no, not. You you're right you where you for belong. A reason. You for a reason. Yeah, yeah. Whatever his reason for using me in this situation out here in the, in the field, I keep wanting to run from the field I'm in, but I ran from it uh, 20 something years ago and said I wanted to go into the, the, the drug addiction field. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And I ran from it and went into the medical field, ended up doing that. But I'm back, see, I'm back where I need to be mm-hmm. at. You know, doing, showing up and letting people know every day How is another day. The day is all we got. Right. You know what I'm saying? I share about the 17 years I gave back to let them know that ain't nothing. Right. This here for life. Right. That disease want my life, but it can't have it. Don't belong to them. Right. So, you know what I'm saying? That's what you did. Leave it there. Stop saying, oh, I'm a, oh, I'm a victim. I was an addict. Blah, 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 blah. blah. Keep it moving. Right, right. It's over with. Let it be That's over what with. you did. Let it be just that, your past. Right. Something you can't change, but you can make a difference right now right. with the day. Let's live inside this day. Right. See what we can do in this society to make our streets safer. Right. See what we can do in society to make your grandchildren smile at you. I just want to wake up and see my grandkids that day. Right. You already know. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? <laughs> I don't want a nigga watching mine. Yeah, I, <laughs> I don't care if she travel all over the world. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Leave yeah. my grandkids where I can see them. Because yeah, I yeah, know what right. people would do to children on right, these streets, right, man. Right, right, right. People you think to trust, like I said, I was violated as a child. Yeah, so you don't play about that. My mother didn't let us spend the night over nobody's house, mm-hmm. and that's my grandmother's house. Okay. And I used to say resentment, had resentment towards her for that, but she explained that to me too. Yeah, yeah. She said, and I said, thank I, one, I told her before she I said, I want to thank you for some things I had resentments for. You wouldn't let me have sleepovers with the girls, having pajama parties. Mm-hmm. She said, Jack, yeah, I said, I, I get it. You mean you got to say yeah. no, because I know now. I said, thank you for being who you is. See, that's what I'm saying about oh, the woman she was. Yeah. We didn't see it back then. Some people, yeah, they didn't let anybody. And then, and then their mother had a boyfriend over. You don't know. Right. That's why a lot of people was molested. Mm-hmm. And their life screwed people. up now because, you know what I'm saying, they couldn't careless. tell nobody. Being careless. They, yeah. And then they tell their mother, and the mother won't believe All right. Imagine somebody coming to me, one of my daughters telling me a man touched him inappropriate and me not. What the? I know it's all, it's all she wrote after that. Man, but you know, one person, another person was good, you know, say good dude in the streets was out in the streets with your father. Okay. Them type of dudes was out there when your father was out, man. Mm -hmm. Let me tell you something. A nigga can't say nothing bad about him in the street to this day. Mm -hmm. You talking about a good dude. We used to come up. I said, well, let me get them shoes. Let me put them shoes. I get a couple dollars. This nigga stay fly. He did right by people. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Everybody out there wasn't out there. You know what I'm saying? He did what he did. But he only knew what he knew because what his father showed him. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. 
He was a product of his environment. Right. But he didn't let it change his inner, his inner core. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He's still a good person, right. always been a good person. Right. You know what I'm saying? He just survived like he knew how to survive. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? We mm -hmm. all try to survive like we know we got to learn new behaviors. Right. Behaviors are learned. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And unlearned. Right, yep. Yeah. And unlearn. Yep. So I got to learn how to, you know, stay in my lane, you know what I'm saying? So I try to learn it. So when people say that, I don't take it so offensively. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so yeah. I let, you know what I'm saying? I yeah. had to back up. That's just a habit. My got. whole lifestyle of living had to has, has something to do with why I'm here today. Why I'm here today is because God, grace, and his mercy. Mm -hmm. Only through his grace and mercy. I don't want nobody to get that. Whoever you believe in, I don't care if your faith is believing in a rock. Yeah. You got to have faith in something. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? And you got to stay in the day, man. You got a plan. Yeah, you got a plan, but you ain't nothing that great. Look what's going on. Mm -hmm. If we don't change our minds out here about how we respond to this stuff. Same results. We're going to keep getting the same thing, man. Mm -hmm. you, you spoke about uh, your time in prison. Where was you locked up at? On the women's cut, you know, uh, almost city jail. You know, I, I went over, I got locked up one time, man. I was over there slinging her over like I was in the streets. <laughs> I was getting it through the court clothes, through the rip, it was in, when they was in this, the wax paper bags. Your okay. mom know what I'm talking right. about. So I get somebody to open up the whole rim of the pants, put it in there, and then put it in the cuffs. And I was getting in court clothes every day, every oh, day. Right, right. So they said, we're going to get you. The guards said, we're going to yeah. get you. They never did, but you know what I'm saying? I, entourage. You know, Chucky said he used to hear about this stuff. Uh -huh. I heard about Chucky. I was like, boy. You know, at that time, you know, I never bragged about that type of stuff. Yeah. It's just that people did that for me. Right, right. You know right. what I'm saying? You yeah. know what I'm saying? When Streets you, always you, talk anyway. And when you're in prison, you keep your mind in prison. Yeah. You do your time here, not in the street because you're going to make it hard on yourself. How much time you did in it? Well, the first time I did 18 months on three. But last, then I did two years. I did that to the door because I told them I didn't want the parole. Uh, no, the three years, I didn't want the parole. They forced me to take parole. I got checked back in. Mm -hmm. The halfway out, Tyra was up the halfway out. She cried. I said, girl, I'll be up town about two months. I just right. want to do mandatory because <laughs> I didn't want to report to nobody. Yeah. I yeah. went to these people like twice. And then, you know, and then the last time I went to jail was Baltimore County. Okay. Judge Weissman, I'll never forget her name. This is 1997. Mm -hmm. She said, mm -hmm. well, DC, D, uh, she said, uh, women's attention. I say, okay, all right, I'm one, I'm coming uptown. She gave me 18 months. She say, oh, no, 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 no. Wait a minute, we're we going to recall. Wait a minute. No, BCDC. I said, who? <laughs> That's Baltimore County Detention Center. <laughs> Do you know if you could see how that prison looked inside, man? Uh they would depress anybody. You make you want to kill yourself in there, how depressing the it was. Yeah, but I'm with the women there. Oh, it was okay. old. Okay. It was old, but it was gloomy. Mm hmm. First time I come out, they gave me the 18 months. I, I, I waited to press my bunk like I got back, man. Everybody in prison know not to never come around my bunk. Mm. Don't bring the noise away when I'm asleep. You know, I have rules up there. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? But the first time I said in 1997, when I got locked up, when I was giving out the mail, and the girl mm. said, I said, don't come in the mail, Jack. And you, you don't look out for me when you go out. She said, I got you. I said, no, nah, I don't get high no more. Right. And that was sound like fucking fun to me. Like, right, I don't get high no more. I just say. But I didn't. Yeah, yeah. I didn't. You I, was my done. hustle in prison was selling cigarettes then. Okay. $5 a pop. You're right. You know what I'm saying? I go outside to the courthouse, you know, work at least you go outside, mm -hmm. bring in five pack cigarettes, you just squat, you know, I offset thing, all that. <laughs> and we going upstairs with these. But the thing is, the last time, like I said, this when Tiffany came to visit me, and mm -hmm. I said, I was done. Okay. You know, at the Tony Vini came on her father doing 17 years in prison straight. You know yeah, what I'm saying? That was for that bank robbery. Yeah, 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 bank robber. See, I didn't even know what was going on when he robbed the bank. I was 17. First time going to Towson Town Mall shopping. Okay. You know, I remember my mother took us downtown and us to hold you home, Brad Gutman's and um, Hustlers and Stewart's and all that. Uh -huh. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And uh, he took me to Towson Town Mall. Uh -huh. But I'll tell you some real shit. Like on TV, he opened the trunk up. Had bags of money just like on the bank robbers on TV. Oh. I was like, no, man. I ain't never, man. He's me we smoke a joint this big and snip go. I was like, shit, man. I was breaking my curfew, you know what I'm saying, at Rising House. And she was lying for me. I was saying, I'm Columbia, whatever. You know what I'm saying? But you know what I'm saying? Yeah. A, a man would have to have something more than the average man in order to be in our company. Okay. They always knew, and my girlfriends knew, nigga was certain status you know, to be in my company. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? You ain't going for anything. You know what I'm saying? Like when I met Mook, all they said, Jack, my client, 
Me and Lonzo, once I figured I could make this man this video say something else, we still good friends right now. It's yeah. the only man I was actually gonna go to the altar mark. Uh-huh. You know, but um you know, we had this certain kind of relationship. I think we related to each other because of the streets. Okay. He had a he went to prison a lot of his life and you know what I'm saying, he was in the street, he never used, but his mother did and it was just a dysfunctional life. Mm-hmm. If I want to tell the truth about it, my life was dysfunctional, mm-hmm. but my mother tried to keep it as functional as possible. Mm-hmm. All right. You know what I'm saying? We didn't come, we, we didn't have a house full of rats and roaches running around, and you know, we didn't eat oohs and news and all. And I'm not saying that to say we better than I'm just saying the quality of life yeah. my mother gave us mm-hmm. for what she had. She used her brain, you know what I'm saying? Right. We ate good, we wore nice clothes, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? We ain't chopped down a mart only for underwear sometimes. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Things like that. I yeah. tip my head off to her. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Man, I say, look, this is why I say I could never mistreat her. Her girlfriend just called me and said, your mother always said she could rely on you to be there for. And I said, without a doubt, because I remember as a little watching her yeah. sacrifice yeah. to give us the better things. Right. You know what I'm saying? Christmas mm-hmm. came whole floor. Because I tell you, it was a lot of us. Yeah. Whole floor filled with toys. Right. You know, we said an angel had on the tree. You know what I'm saying? We had a real tree. and. <laughs> You know, Christmas and stuff was tough to be celebrated. She got Christmas now. Kids only come out playing the playgrounds no more. Yeah, nah. No, we knew 10 speed bike and all that. They you know, ball burning up five skates and no physical know, stuff. All nothing, the games and iPads. But this stuff has been created to make money, but not only create money to keep you where they want to keep you. Mm-hmm. That's a part of the plan, too. Oh, yeah, 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 for sure. So you can give your son or daughter a device and keep and him it, out the way. And keep him out your way. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> and keep him out your way. And, it's, and they get mad, man. I got an 18 year old son. And he stayed up all night playing the game, man. <laughs> <laughs> I say, I bought this damn game for you. I'm so mad at myself. Right. And he's so, so good with it, man. You buy me a new sister. But you know, he was raised in New York with his yeah, dad. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Uh-huh. And so I was man, why you buying that shit? I, he got one up here now. And I ain't get the cord fixed to it, whatever. But I'm just saying, we have to teach, even when it's not, you see, people grew up when they wasn't even your child. You seen them doing wrong, you corrected them. Right, right. We have to stop saying it's not our business. Right, yeah. Our future is our business. Yeah, yeah, you And right. if we don't get involved in You're our right. business. It's going to crash. Yeah, you tell them, don't be snitching. And that shit don't ride no more, that snitching <laughs> shit. Who are you ain't snitching? <laughs> Who the fuck ain't snitching? Motherfuckers out here telling like I'm a genie guy. Police ain't got it off of nothing. Don't you need me to come out like this? I can tell you some information. I'm like, what? Man, these niggas out here, what, they say you love your female. I'm saying go toe-to-toe with these niggas out here. I'm like a couple years back. Toe-to-toe with these niggas because they chumps out here, man. They didn't have nobody to them be a real man, man. I'm trying to tell you, a real man, when I, I'm saying, when I ball my fists up and hit a nigga in his face, you know what I'm saying? I'm a woman, and I'm almost in my 50s, man. Yeah. But I was in my 40s out there. I was buying a nigga in his face. Some niggas up guys, they will tell you, but, oh, Jack, oh, no, you better not. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? The trillers. But, you know, and, it, and I looked at it like it was a joke back then. I'm not saying it to brag about it. I'm saying yeah. it where my mindset was at. Was. Mm-hmm. Was it's a key yeah. to that? Yeah, right. Today I live a simple life. Right. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I work. I don't bother no bother by. I don't yep. want nobody bother me because my behaviors can come back. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You come for my family. I'm coming for you. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Y'all know how I am about y'all. No, no matter what. Hundred percent. No matter what. To the 100%. breath leave out my body. Nobody Family always is first with me. You know what I'm yeah. saying? I can't get my siblings on board. To, to be united like my mother wanted us to be united because like I told you I can't change nobody but me mm-hmm. I just gotta keep praying that it will happen yeah. when it's supposed to happen but life did. ain't waiting on nobody nope. I just be glad my nephews and nieces the cousins they call them the keep cousins it tight. keep it tight man that, that, that bring me joy yeah yeah that All brings me joy you know what I'm saying I, I, you know I don't uh, I don't even drink no more so I smoked a cigarette six months ago a lot of people died from smoking these cigarettes man they sleeping on these cigarettes man yeah they sleeping on them and the higher they cost they still gonna cop man there's something else in them cigarettes other than a nicotine other than the, um nicotine not only the nicotine Mental. 
No, it's something uh, other uh, additives in it, but they putting something more in them now. Mm. But see, the focus is on a lot of other things right now, so the cigarette company getting away with it. Yeah. Because it has never been that hard for me to stop smoking cigarettes. I had a patch on, taking chances, uh-huh. eating the lozenges, all that. Uh-huh. Was sick from smoking, but couldn't stop. Right. It was nobody. I could quit on, when we won our first it. Super Bowl. I bet Chucky mm-hmm. and I quit. Mm-hmm. Two weeks, I quit. Bad mm-hmm. to quit. But things change out here. That's the same change. The cigarettes even change. They like twenty dollars now, right? No, no. But in New York, they like sixteen. You know yeah, what I'm saying? And enough. as a young girl going back and forth to New York, it started every me and us and the Tony every New Year's Eve. We grow up New York. Oh, for real? Get up there, the whole table full of cocaine but cases, Don Perignon. Cause you know, Kitty had a man that had yeah, that money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, Flap had that money. Uh-huh. This old man was the sharp man. This man with three, two, three thousand gators on his feet every day, <laughs> and he was seventy something years old, man. You're right. Real cash man, coach, and that's just how he was. Mm-hmm. She the one taught me how to buy furs, man. Kitty. Told me the all different kind of furs. You go in stores in New York where you couldn't even touch a shoe that do not touch. <laughs> and she would pull out that boy, I can buy all these. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so a lot of my attitude I got from her. Yeah, okay. Yeah. You know, kidding. I got from her because, you know, that's like my second mother. And her mother was like my mother's sister, Dawes. So yeah. so, man, she was hey, all our friends. You know what I'm saying? Trillist. Funny that as all That was our aunt. That was everybody friend. I mean, I got mm-hmm. out of her room. She said, that's stinky stuff out of here. <laughs> man, I said, miss on the matches. But look, I was, man, she said, boy, I tell you, she loved my kids and she loved all our kids. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? It was division in this family through my mother's sisters and, 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 and um, in her. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. My grandfather catered more to my mother. She was a baby. But my mother catered more to them. Whereas my sister number, her sister's number jealous of that relationship. Yeah. So it started then. Mm-hmm. And, it, and it still affect us. It still affect us. Mm-hmm. It still affect us. But our cousins, as cousins like y'all doing, we try to, you know, be Get a little closer. closer. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Closer than they did. And they had their relationship. It is what it is. Mm-hmm. Like my aunt Pat, she and my mother only sister live. And I call her mm-hmm. on a daily basis. Don't check up on her. You know what I'm saying? And uh, my uncle Norman. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That was her only brother. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Which... I, I always tell my, you know what I'm saying, but my uncle, I tried to kill him for introducing my father to my mother because he didn't want to <laughs> introduce them. And um, uh, I'm just glad that I had a chance to have the mother and father that I had because right. the experience I had, you know what I'm saying, in life uh, is for a reason to teach y'all what y'all don't want to do in life. Right, right. I did enough for y'all, for y'all you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, Even to sure. your father, he showed you for what sure. you don't want to do out in them streets, you yeah, know what I'm saying? yeah. Because right now, niggas, for real, they ain't, nobody got nobody back out there no more. Ain't none of that real out there no more. It's different. None of it is real no more. Mm-hmm. What really is real, though, we killing each other on a daily basis. Yeah. We taking our own stuff out, man. Right. Oh, the white man, as they say, ain't got to do no more work. We doing the work for We him. doing all of it in a timely manner. It's crazy. Well, you you caught we we got we wrap it up now. She for a minute she she thought an hour was gonna be too long. I told her it's gonna flow. It's gonna yeah, flow. Say this. We gotta Go get out here and show these black men and maybe the young girls that follow how to be men again. Right. We gotta stop turning our heads at this stuff, man. Mm-hmm. These kids, man. I got this method of madness with these young boys. I could go talk to some of the little boys when I was out there on the corner that nobody could control. Mm-hmm. I mean, he, I get my hug. Right. They man, just want some love. nobody mess with Aunt Jackie because, you know, they go, my aunt, this is my Aunt Jackie. And it wasn't about the auntie thing, but the disrespectful thing. Mm-hmm. You know, like they say uncle and all that. Yeah, I ain't yeah. play none of that, that shit there. Yeah. They respected me because I gave them a hug and listened to them talk. They, yeah. All they wanted somebody yeah. to love them. Yeah, that's what a lot of them only want. They man, ain't getting that home. Man, he's doing a Swede. smack beating up people and all that, thinking that's, that's cool what they doing, man. You know what I'm saying? So somebody pop off and pop, 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 pop. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? The wrong person. Right. All this, you know, the wrong person. Then they, oh, he was a good kid. He ain't bothering no my father. He was trying to get some money to eat. That's bullshit. Mm-hmm. We right. got to make them help get accountable for their actions, man. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Somebody broke in my car, man. I just moved back in the city, man. Mm-hmm. Two weeks ago. Guess what? They took some rat traps off the porch. It was new. The rat food wasn't even in it. They put them on the back of my floor in my car. Mm. Took them off my porch. I said, it was a girl, man. Right. Because I left my door messed up on me, though. Left my <laughs> door, man. My son did. But this is tell you how bad it is. Girls breaking their cars and shit, man. Yeah, that's unheard of. Yeah, man. Mm. We're living in our real society. Well, well in closing, I, we going to wrap up. I'm closing. I, if I never told you before, I definitely salute you, love you. 
and tip my hat off to because I've seen it from since I've been yeah. born. Your whole I seen all of it. And moving forward. And like I said, <laughs> if you never you never told nobody, you would never know your story because you changed the working. All of that. You you came a very long way, and I saluted a hundred percent. I work positive, just as hard as I work negative. I always yep. say that the work I put in out there, I can put that twice. Yeah, you change that energy. You yeah. change it to. I want to show my kids, kids, no matter what, don't let nothing hold you down. Right. Keep getting up. Brush right. yourself off. Bam. Right. Keep getting up. My daughter asked me, "Ma, how you keep doing it?" Hey. I said, "Guess what? I get up and believe in myself." Right. Right. You gotta believe in yourself, man. Yeah, hundred percent. You and that's why I asked you to be on it because you got a hell of a testimony. And just like and the other episodes, tell people about it. You know what I'm saying? And all the episodes that people share their testimony, somebody hit me about it and and said more than one. that hit me about every episode and said that they had some kind of connection or they felt something from everyone. I know this one gonna do the same you know, or even more. Have the similar story, but we have a lot of relatable stories. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Nothing exactly the same, but right. we can always compare. We're more alike than different. Put exactly. it like that. Right. right. We're more alike than different in this society. Right. And we can put on, dress it all up on the outside, but the dirtiest shit in the inside. Right. And until we clean them insides up, man, and show mm -hmm. our, our future something different, it's going to keep evolving. Exactly. Exactly. It's time to break that chain, man, man. All that stuff they used to say back on the side, breaking the chain and, you know, all that. It was for a reason. We didn't know at the time, but now I know. I'm going to say me. Because only you talk for me, I didn't know. Right. You know what I'm saying? I didn't know how the serenity prayer played a part in my life, but now I know. Yeah. You, just, you broke power. that down. You definitely broke that yeah, down. Man. And like I always say in every episode, you must teach what is taught. So That's the next right. person won't have to go through man, it. Shoot. And, and I know ain't the words. I know. You don't know shit. Your best, my best thinking got me where the fuck I was at. Right. So I stayed out my way. That's how I got back. So you needed somebody to, to I give you I stayed out my way. Yeah. I got out my way. I was in my own way. Yeah, yeah. Because my best thinking got me, you know, down the cut. And once you was like finished, that. you just... Yeah, so then I started taking open the mind, open my mind up and taking suggestions like, is there a different way to do this? Mm -hmm. Or watching people that was doing it a different. Right. You know what I'm saying? I amazed myself. Right. You know? All right, so we're closing this episode 43 or 44. I forgot. We need answers podcast. Peeking out the window. She already know my niggas, they gon' come and see you. They like bang little miserable, you're gonna see through. A young boy, I'm a gang banger. Fangers black hoodie crew. Fuck you niggas, middle finger. Nigga. And if you're gon' ride with me, this ride, don't cry. My niggas sippin'.